535, hit us out to Laredo. About to pick us some pounds so we can make us some queso. No luggage in the trunk, just me and Saki. Headed back down to Texas, now we serving these beans. What's up and welcome to the I-35 Sports Connection. Mila here. AAA here as well. And we've got uh, we've got a lot of topics to talk about today. We do. We've got Heartbreak, K-State Cowboys. Yep. We've got Triumphs. Yep. <laughs> with the with the Chiefs and the upcoming NBA season. And uh, why we all need a best friend like Mark Cuban. But we'll get I'll into that you later. What. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's hit it up with, with K-State. All right, we'll hit it up with the emo eval. Yeah, and we were at this game, right? Right. Senior night or senior yep. day. Shout out to those great seats that we had. Yeah, like fourth, fourth row, 50 yard line. Socially distanced, all the space in the world. Wonderful. You could see which players were getting chewed out. <laughs> Thought it was going to be really cold, so I wore my sleeping bag jacket. Ended up not being so cold in the sun, so I look like a true Texan. Yeah, I think the alcohol may have helped a little bit, too. Um, maybe, maybe. But let's get into this game. Uh, hopefully, you had listened to the pit stop before you watch this game. Because you would have seen that we weren't accomplishing these, these certain markers that we thought we should to win this game. Yeah, it wasn't looking too good. So... I mean, we got outscored 35-14 in the third quarter. Well, well, why don't we get into that with the email? email? Oh, yeah, let's How do about it. Let's that? Do it. All right, let's go. Let's go. All right, let's go with the E, the event that changed the game. I mean, I don't know how you could pick anything besides that third quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, like that was Definitely the event that changed there. this game. It was what we talked about in the pit stop, which is our preview show, four games. Uh, we have been struggling in this month and a half long losing streak of scoring anything in the third quarter. And when we finally scored something in the third quarter, we got outscored 35 to 14. So it was basically like we didn't do anything in the third quarter. It is incredibly hard to score two touchdowns in one quarter, let alone score 35 points in a quarter. And whenever that happens, you know, it's, it's very hard to come back from. So once that happened in the third uh, game was over. We went in a halftime down two scores, mm-hmm. and then all those points just happened. And it, it, it's a hard hole to come out of. Yep. All right, so we'll hit him up with the M, the MVP of the game. I'm going to go ahead and say mine. Do it. Deuce Vaughn. He looked fantastic, dude. Just smoking them everywhere. Uh, I mean, he is got the potential to be Darren Sproles if he isn't already, right? Like, this is his future. This is his path. Darren Sproles had a great NFL career, great K-State career. And he is well on his way to becoming that. Great hands out the backfield. Incredible yard, yards per carry out, out, out the backfield. Like, there's nothing that he can't do, and the offense thrives with him. Absolutely. I mean, how else can you describe 12 and a half yards per carry, two touchdowns? And keep in mind, this was 12 and a half yards per carry with only one run of over 30 yards. So he was getting it multiple times, big chunks. Just, I mean, the future is bright with Deuce Vaughn. At running back. Absolutely. How about uh, Malik Knowles? Oh, you know what? I'm going to put that as the audible. Okay. All audible. right. So A is audible. Yeah. I'm going to put that as the audible of the game. Because right. what we had talked about earlier in this year was that, like, who's going to be our receiving guy? And Deuce Vaughn is, is the best player on this team. But the most physically gifted player on this team offensively is Malik Knowles. Mm-hmm. And he finally showed it this game. The, the coach staff was finally able to get him involved. Mm-hmm. And you saw it building slowly in the last couple of games, getting him involved in the game. 
I don't know how many times Howard threw the ball high where only Malik could get it, and he did. Mm-hmm. 95 yards receiving, two touchdowns. Yeah. It was finally his coming out party. It might have been at the last game of the year, but... <laughs> Which is crazy with that 95 yards, because the whole season he's had, what, 200 yards? Yeah, he had like 205 yards the whole year. got half of them this last half game. Of them today, Dang. which good news or bad news, depending on how you want to look at it, but bright if he comes back, so... That was definitely the audible of the game was Malik's resurgence showing that he is still that guy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. And then for the W, I think I'm going to switch it up a little because obviously we know what went wrong at this point, but let's maybe pivot to what went right. Yeah. So what went right in this game? It's kind of hard to tell when you lose and give up 69 points, what exactly like went right. But there, there's a couple things that we, we can point to, you know, outside of Malik and, and Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, I mean, whenever you're getting beat like this, you kind of want to look at the character mm-hmm. of the team. And, and we were For right sure. by the sideline. At no point was K-State quitting on themselves. Right. No point was that sideline not lively. And also, there was moments where you saw, you know, Wyatt Hubert, you know, Hughes, you know, the leaders of the defense trying to get something going, trying to spur the rest of the team. And, and while like the sacks didn't show it, Texas was running for their life a lot during this game. The pressure was there. We just couldn't quite just, just a little step off. Right. You know, I I would say that went right, you know, but definitely whenever you lose a turnover battle, Give up thirty five in the yeah. third. Yeah. Oh, that, that part was rough to yeah. watch, but and and make Howard go through <sighs> progressions and not move him out of the pocket. It's very hard to win. You know, like you mm-hmm. want you want to see Howard bootlegging. You want to see him on right. the run, so you limit his his reads and limit the amount he has to think per drive. So that that was kind of hard, but the future is bright. What's next for K State though? Right. Do we get a bowl game? Yeah. So break down the bowl situation this year. So usually you need six wins, right? Right. And we're sitting at four for those of y'all listening. But during COVID <laughs> hour, <laughs> you don't COVID need hour. You, you don't need six wins. It's more of a hey, if you get invited, you're in. Yeah. Hey, if you're still playing football and you still have people standing, basically. Yeah, and right now the Big Twelve has like six contracts with with bowls. Right, and w- w- there's got to be a big business implication here. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So you know, right now K State is sitting at probably getting a bowl, probably getting the the formerly known Cheez It Bowl as like the guaranteed <laughs> rate bowl. Uh, but if West West Virginia wins, you know they kind of take that spot, and that's if that bowl game happens. You know, we just saw that the Sun Belt, uh, the Sun Bowl, is no longer happening, and that's a bowl that is highlighted on CBS every year, has a good revenue stream, and they decided not to do it this year for the first time since like the 30s. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say other bowls won't follow that lead. You know, you know, if you're having a bowl game in Phoenix and, you know, you got maybe K-State and another team, you're like, well, these no one's going to really travel for this game. I'm not going to get good ticket sales. Or if you're in a state that doesn't really open it up to fans – you got to start thinking, am I going to even have my bowl game? Right. Like at what point is there a break even or do you even break even if you're, you know, hosting a bowl game? Yeah. So basically the rest of this season is kind of in a coma for K-State, <laughs> you know? Basically, yeah. And we'll find out in a couple of weeks if someone's going to come wake us up out of this coma. Right, you know, right. is there going to be a toot toot? <laughs> Are we going to spring There's back to life? There's a sign of life. Right. <laughs> 
Or are we going to be like The Undertaker popping up out of the coffin? We'll find out. We'll find out. Hopefully, uh, there's there's one more game left. But if not, there are great things to build on for next year. And the big thing will be watching what happens with Skylar Thompson. Where does he go? Does he come back? Does he not? And then are there potential coaching changes? You know, is the staff going to change at all? Whenever you go through a, a year like this, you kind of have to think there's going to be at least some turnover. So it'll be very yeah, interesting to see. but there's also a lot of like, this year is just weird. Yeah. And also like your starting quarterback being injured, that's also kind of painful. Very rough. So, yeah, so so we'll find out what happens there. Um, now let's... Let's go to a more positive note. Okay. Let's talk Kansas City. Absolutely. Uh, great news. You you beat the Raiders, or I'm sorry, you beat the Broncos. Mm-hmm. You're you're in the playoffs. Yep. Now you could have clinched the AFC West if the Raiders had lost to the Jets, which they almost did. But the Jets were like, no, 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 we're tanking. So they <laughs> they ended up winning at the last moment. So. Now, now that pushes that AFC West crown to mm-hmm. this week. You win this week, you win the West. Right. And then you got a little bit of help from a, from a historic chief, from a chief that you just love, the chief that started the turnaround, who's currently in Washington. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Do yep, you want to yep. talk about what, what, what he did for the Chiefs? <sighs> Alex Smith is playing well. I mean, there's no way around it. And I think we called that. I said, hey, if he comes back in this season, the Washington football team is going to actually be like a viable team. And sure enough, yeah, they're coming back. They, they took out Pittsburgh for you. Yeah. So now you and Pittsburgh are tied at the one <sighs> seed. Now, Pittsburgh does have the tiebreaker because they lost sure. to an NFC team. You lost sure. to an AFC team. But what it does, though, is it gets you one step closer. Mm-hmm. So Pittsburgh still has Buffalo on the schedule. Pittsburgh still has Indianapolis on the schedule. True. So it, it's, it's anybody's game here. Yeah, it, it's looking likely. But let's talk about that game versus Denver. So even though the Chiefs won... And if you listen to the pit stop, we told you it was going to be a close game. Yep. Because of all rival. these. Yeah. It's yeah. a rivalry game. You got lucky with a lot of turnovers last time you guys played. It was an abnormal type game. This game, a lot closer. Really, really sloppy on the Chiefs. I mean, Tyreek Hill was dropping balls. Dropped touchdown. Or thought he dropped touchdown pass. Had a touchdown <laughs> pass. Marco, um, Marco Hardman was dropping balls. Um Le'Veon Bell couldn't really get the run game going. He was averaging like three and a half yards per carry. Nothing special. And we're starting to see a trend here of the Chiefs playing down to their competition. And there is a problem right now with opposing teams being able to run all day on Kansas City. Yeah, Melvin Gordon, man, dude turned back the clock. He went off. Yeah, and only on 15 carries. And how far How far did he run? <laughs> Not very far. No, no, he I ran mean, very far. Like, yeah, obviously, but yeah, he ran for like a buck thirty. So the run defense definitely needs some work, and you're going to face a team in these playoffs that can both run and pass the ball. Like, mm-hmm. hello Tennessee with Derrick Henry and AJ Brown and Corey Davis, or hello Pittsburgh with James Conner, Claypool, Juju mm-hmm. Johnson, or Juju on that beat. Yeah, so you're you're going up, uh, you're going to go against the teams that are, are better balanced. So this whole playing down to the competition thing is going to have to get corrected at some point. But luckily, you still have Pat Mahomes. You can still put a drive together when you need to to win the game. But you're kind of skating right now. You're you're playing on thin ice, and and you're making these games a lot more dangerous than they need to be. Just in the game, put it away. You get the foot on the throat, end it. Do a Belichick, like just keep scoring and and, and take these opponents out of the game. So. You really want to see two things improve 
leaving this game, you know, it was great that we got some turnovers, but you really want to see our run game improve because mm-hmm. in cold weather at Arrowhead sure, yeah. or Pittsburgh, both outdoor stadiums, both Fair. are probably going to be the ones that you have to go through. It, it's weather is going to be a factor. So you got to run and then you also got to be able to stop the run. And this also depends a little on the whole if they're going to do a bubble or not. But let's yeah. say they're not going to do. A bubble, yeah, let's say they're yeah. not going to do a bubble. You've got to be able to run and stop the run. But mm-hmm. at least you're not the Cowboys. Wow. What a wonderful transition. Really. Thank you. What an amazing co-host, guys. Give it up for him. True asshole in the building. Anyways, obviously, Cowboys have lost again. Not surprised there. They almost put up a good fight, which in true Cowboys fashion, you get super excited. You're like, can we do it? Can we do it? Can we do it? Nope, 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 nope. There it goes. Oh, they didn't do it? They did not do it. And I will say this one is kind of on Zerline. Greg, the no legs are lying. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but uh, very uncharacteristic of him. Missed three field goals. That's a whole, that's a whopping nine points. At one point, if he would have made those, we were down by one point at one, you know. Uh, I think it was like, what, the third quarter? Yeah, I I think it was actually. Maybe even the fourth. Yeah, third into the fourth. You you had a shot to win this game. You were down by less Uh, than a score, so. Yeah, you just, you can't miss those points, man, like. That's big. And then just towards the end of the game, like, you know, you could tell Andy Dalton was still trying to, like, make plays and the, the receivers and just everybody was kind of falling apart. Like, yeah, well, we're CD. Why I care? Mean, he's, he's dropping balls all over the place now. Kind of like uninterested. Uh, I won't go that far. Maybe he was having an off night. I, I think he dropped like maybe two or three. But yeah, towards the end of the game, I don't think anybody gave a shit. They were like, just let me get home. Weirdly enough, though, I do want to point out the whole Des Bryant sitch. So it's very odd to me that Des Bryant has not been able to play the Cowboys. When he was drafted by the Saints, he tore his ACL. He got the chance on Tuesday and allegedly had COVID. I guess I shouldn't say allegedly. Like it was a test that he took. But like the circumstance at which it happened was weird. Like I guess his first test was inconclusive, which I don't even understand how that works. And so they come onto the field and they pull him off. First of all, if you had an inconclusive test, why were you even on the field? Like, that doesn't make any sense. So just weird putting people at risk or, you know, whatever. Just not not the best game. Not yeah. the way you really want to yeah, go out here. Yeah, you kind of want a conclusive result before yeah. you go on the field and yep. potentially, like, get everybody else. Like, especially when you're from a team that was struggling with COVID. Mm-hmm. The whole time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the Ravens have not been doing that great of a job. You know what they did do great on, though, was running the ball. <sighs> I mean, they almost had 300 yards rushing. I believe it, yeah. I mean, they're running right through us. Like, it was pretty sad. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's part of me is like, hey, just start tanking so we can get that top five. But the other part of me is like, hey, DC4L, like, got to keep it going. So it, it's just weird, but... You know, uh, what do you think? You know, it's, I think it comes down to the Cincinnati game, right? Like this game next week, you know, you, you look at this game and it's like, sure. we, we lose to Cincinnati. We're pretty much locked in the top five, you know, and there's a potential to trade back, get a lot of help. But then the other part you is like, we're still only two games out. <laughs> we're still only two games out. This is the most talented team in the NFC East, and yet we're still trash. So what is going on here? I, 
there's there's a few things in my opinion. So the team has obviously lost their heart and soul, not just because of Dak, but they just don't give a shit. It's very clear. It's very evident. Zeke is not playing to Zeke caliber. He looks slow. He, I mean, he looks like he's running through molasses every game. Even on his big runs, I think he had like an 18-yard run. It was still slow. Like if yeah. it was like Tony Pollard in that position, Dude, it probably would have been a 40. Tony Pollard is my little glimmer of hope right now. He, Like I see a running back in the game moving fast and I'm like, that's got to be Tony. And he turns around and I'm like, yep, that's Tony. Cool. Yeah. Like it. Tony, Tony Pollard has definitely corrected himself from earlier in the year. Yeah, for sure. He but, wants that spot. Yeah. I get it. And if, if you get a top five pick, we can go NBA style, mm-hmm. like we've been saying, and trade back, yeah. but make someone take a bad contract with you. Yeah. You know, like, I instance, hate saying this. I really, really hate saying this, but it, maybe it's time for Zeke to go. I don't know. And, and if you want Zeke because he sells, that's fine. Then get rid of Jalen because he's a liability on this oh, defense. Yeah, yeah Jalen is not. He's being blown by, especially when you give up 300 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. You know, and Van Der Esch, you know, I'm not giving him a pass, but he doesn't have the large contract that Jalen has. And at least with Van Der Esch, he goes, yeah, you know what? I didn't protect my gap. I thought I saw something that I didn't see, and I was trying to make a play. Don't be a hero. Dude, Don't be a hero. Van Der Esch Your gap is assignment. lackluster. Like, you can just tell there's no spark in this team anymore. It's just, I don't know. I just see, like, blank stares. I, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and there's got to be a change. And and if you're still not with me on Mike McCarthy not being the guy, then you got to get Mike Tomlin at it or uh, Mike Nolan out of here. Yeah, I wish Mike Tomlin bring him on over. <laughs> right. Hey, if you're tired of those uh, Phil or Pittsburgh uh, winters, Dallas is the place, bruh. Yeah, I, I mean it, it's it's time. There there needs to be some upheaval and. I don't know if someone needs to duct tape Jerry to to the chair and tell him not to make any phone calls or do anything, oh, but man. someone needs to get in the way of Jerry being Jerry. That man is just, he's singing with his heart and his wallet, not necessarily like logic. Gotta love him for it, but also gotta hate him for it. I don't know. But anyways, you want to jump on our next subject? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, the Dallas Mavs. And uh, I think we all want a friend like Mark Cuban. For sure. So if you don't know what happened, J.J. Barea was uh, released yesterday. Uh, But uh, it's kind of odd because he was just signed for a $2.5 million contract. Fully guaranteed. Yeah, kind of sounds like a parting gift. Uh, A thank you for being such a great maverick. An MFFL forever. Very sad to see J.J. go, but also like very proud of like an owner, Mark Cuban, who like... If you're a legacy guy, we'll take care of you. Dude, what a stand-up dude. What a stand-up guy. And this just solidifies what he told Dirk for taking all those pay cuts over the years. I mean, he, Dirk's set up. We don't know the deets, but Dirk's got the setup. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Dirk's Dirk's just fine. Mayor of Mayor of Dallas. Oh, so. yeah. But um, is JJ going to retire? or He's going to try to play one more year. Oh, He's wow. trying to play okay. this year because I think last year – he didn't. He get, was out a lot. Yeah, he yeah. didn't get to finish the way he wants. So okay, we'll see cool. what happens. And I'm, I'm sure after that, there's going to be a coaching job for him. Oh, dude, uh, JJ is just a stand up dude. I freaking love him. So wherever he goes, as long as it's not Miami, <laughs> I will be a huge fan of. Yeah, and you know, at the end of the day, 
you know, JJ knows that ball is life. Right. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to share that video again one day. Yeah, so let's talk about the Mavs, though, while for we're sure. here. Preseason starts Friday, but for yep. the Mavs, it starts Saturday mm-hmm. against Milwaukee. Yep. Where you can see one of their potential targets for next year. Hey, Anna, where can you watch these games? So, Because, you know, Fox kind of screwed the pooch on this. Yeah, so if, if you're having trouble with your providers, Mavs.com will be streaming this game. So if you want to check it out, because there's only going to be about three preseason games. So mm-hmm. you definitely want to check it out. See how the new additions are looking because they're going to get the bulk of the minutes. You know, your 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 new teammates, your new draftees. So you're going to want to see how they kind of gel. For so. sure. And I mean, who doesn't like a little pregame ball? Yeah, because the NBA is coming and the Mavs yep. have a big Christmas game day too. So, yep. Uh, Come on, Mavs. Be the bright spot in Dallas because Lord knows we need it. Yeah. And, you know, hockey still doesn't have an agreement. They're trying to look at mid-January. So this is the kind of the thing that's going to get you Dallas Cowboys fans kind of through this next next phase up until potentially hockey season or potentially baseball (laughs) well rangers aren't going to do anything uh but anyway wow that was bold i mean they made moves for the future though yeah so you know good good for them they they traded away the right people they need to trade away i mean sure they traded them like a year too late but whatever wasn't joey gallo one of them no 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 he's the one that they should trade next ah okay but they did trade away last lance lynn finally um who's great but he should have been traded earlier right capitalize Um, on that trade but whatever anyways anyway the future is bright in dallas uh we did do a uh crossover with reddit mavs so if you want more about the upcoming Mavs season definitely listen to that episode out um but mavs saturday versus milwaukee preseason nba mavs.com so you don't need any cable you don't need you don't even need tv to watch it enjoy the mavs on saturday and then you know watch the cowboys on on sunday i guess or watch the Chiefs. Or watch both. Yeah, or or watch both. But anyway. <laughs> well, watch the Cowboys for the just for the anticipation of will they win or will they lose? Are they going to tank or are they going to actually try to get into the playoffs? Uh, yeah, absolutely. See, that, there's yeah, a good there, reason to there watch. There's a very good reason there's to watch. There's always a silver lining. Watch Kansas City because, you know, if they win, they win the West. If Pittsburgh loses, the Chiefs move into one. So a lot of reasons to watch. And... Follow us at Twitter at i35sportscxn. And then that way you can know when we post our our pit stops for each of those games. Right, absolutely. And I guess that's it for the end of our show. Yeah, hope you enjoy. Please follow us. And fantasy football coming later. uh, So you'll get to see who made it into the playoffs, who did it, and what the matchups are going to be. We out!